hey, mock stars. Welcome to a not so episode of Malice and Mocktails. I guess you could call this a Malice and Mocktails production, but this is our pilot episode um, for our new mini series called Sober Sips. And we're super excited. So we were, as I was reaching out to mocktail creators to come on the show, um, I reached out to our guest who's um, our guest today, Deb, aka Mocktail Mom. And she was super excited. Um, but it turns out she's not super into true crime. <laughs> and I didn't want to not talk to her. So I was like, well, let's let's um, let's have a, an interview. Um, and then I got the idea. We'll we'll do like a mini. Like a separate. We'll do a, we'll do a not so malice. And yeah, not, <laughs> non, <laughs> non murdery episode. Um, not so malice. <laughs> no, not so malice. So um, we had a really great conversation with Deb um, and this basically sober sips will be like shorter, probably like 30 to 40 minutes, maybe, which I know our, our episodes are sometimes that long, but these will strictly focus on mocktails, uh, alcohol-free lifestyle, those sorts of things. Sober so, living. Sober living. And we totally get it. If, if that's not your thing and you're here for the malice, then we've got a bunch of episodes that you can listen to um, for true crime. And I think we'll probably end up doing these once a month to start. So yeah, we, we talked to Deb and um, yeah, she tells us all about her. She's got a podcast. Um, she's, she's got, got a, a website. Blog. She's got a blog. I Instagram, TikTok. She she's has. all over the place. She's she's got it all. Yeah. She is fully loaded. Fully loaded. Not in that sober I whatever. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I forget that loaded has a second connotation when it comes to alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of loaded. No. Lots of loaded. But anyway, enough of our yammering on. Um, let's get into the interview. Without further ado, Deb, welcome. We're so excited Aww. to have you. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. Thank you guys for inviting me and thank you for understanding <laughs> and for carving out this like, let's have like, let's have a little sober sip talk and yeah, yeah just have a good time if, whether we're into true crime or not. Right. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yes. But I love your all's podcast and what you guys are doing. So, um, so thank you for having me today. Yeah, no, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess we can, sorry, right, Emily, I'm sorry. No, I'm totally going to step all over Katie today. No, <laughs> we're so excited to have you, Deb. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys for your encouragement. You guys have been a really, really big encouragement to me. Um, and the stuff that I'm sharing on Instagram. So thank you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I guess we can just kind of jump right in. Um, Deb, do you want to maybe start with sharing with everyone just a little bit about who you are, um, where you're from, your journey, kind of whatever you want to share is, is good. Sure. Sure. I, um, I live in Kentucky. I'm not from Kentucky. I am, uh, grew up outside Philadelphia and I'm the mom to two girls. I have a 21 year old and a 15 year old. Um, I am 
I feel so fortunate. I feel like I have two miracle daughters. I, I do have two miracle daughters for very different reasons, but um, so, so grateful and blessed. Um, I am married to my match.com sweetheart. My husband and I have been married. We're coming up on, well, I guess nine, a little over nine years we've been married. And um, we met on match. So, which is so funny because a lot, I don't know, whatever. It seems like there's more and more people now who are like, you know, it's not a big deal now. But when I was, you know, growing up, that would be like so bizarre. <laughs> But now that's my life. Um, I um, I have been in the merch industry for since I was 15, since before I could drive a car. I've been around logo stuff and um, kind of always been around that industry. And then um, I still do that kind of as my quote full-time job. It's my own company, marketing company. But um, about two and a half years ago, I broke up with Chardonnay, my BFF. And after about nine years of drinking more than I intended to, um, I never had like a, you know, traditional rock bottom moment or whatever. I just had a lot of personal rock bottom moments or, you know, mornings waking up with a mommy wine headache, mm -hmm. a hangover, mm -hmm. you know, and thinking like, I did it again. I did it again, you know, and just feeling such shame. And um, after about nine years of overdoing it and really just, just trying to numb it just became a habit. You know, it was just like, I was just numbing hard things that were going on in life. I went through some really difficult things, um, got divorced. My daughter who's now 21 and very healthy, um, had been very sick when she was seven. Um, so we lived on a pediatric oncology unit for about 160 nights. Um, she wanted to make a wish. Um, wow. so to see her now going into her senior year of, of college and the picture of health and beauty is such a miracle and such a gift. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't even drinking when we were in the hospital. It wasn't like that was a big part of my life at all, but it was like after that, almost, it was like after that, after she was better, you know, she was in remission and stuff. It was kind of like, what happened? You know, like it was almost like PTSD a little bit, like what just happened to my mm -hmm. life? What did we just go through? Then I went through a divorce. Uh, then, uh, let's see, both my parents had dementia. I had breast cancer, double mastectomy, chemo parents passed away. I mean, it was like all this stuff, like really, really hard things, in a, wow. you know, several period, you know, year period. And it was just like, I didn't grow up drinking wine. I didn't grow up drinking alcohol. I wasn't, not that I never drank, but I wasn't a partier. I wasn't a drinker. I didn't grow up in a family that drank a lot, but it just like kind of fell into that mommy wine culture where it just became my habit. And it was like, well, it's five o'clock. I deserve my treat, you know, now at the end of the day. And so I'd pour wine and it was one glass and then it would turn into two. And it just became um, very routine for me. And I was like coming up on my fifties and um, I just knew I did not want to go into my fifties and live the same way I had lived in my forties. I just felt like I numbed all my joy. I'd numbed a lot of pain, but I felt like I had numbed my joy and I have a lot of joy in my life, a lot of wonderful things. And I was numbing, you know, alcohol doesn't discriminate, right? It doesn't, <laughs> you know, it just, it numbs the joy and it numbs the pain. But um, so coming up on my, fifties, it was like, I was coming up on my birthday. I was like, or, you know, before then I was like, I just, I have, I have to make a change. I have to make a change. And so, um, I did an online program, didn't tell anybody in my life that I was taking a break. I didn't tell my husband, I was going to try to stop drinking wine. I didn't tell anybody, everybody knew like, Oh, Debbie likes wine. You know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like people give you like the wine gifts or the wine towels, or oh, isn't this cute? Like my kids gave me once like a bell ring for wine. Like they knew, like they knew, oh, mommy loves her wine. You know, it was just like, right. And that's, and that's so common. You go to a gift store and how many little tea towels are there with little wine logos on it? So, but I didn't want to tell anybody because I was afraid I was going to fail. I was pretty sure that by the first weekend I would be back to my wine. And so I didn't want to tell anybody that I was trying to take a break. 
So um, I took a little break. I met some people online. I had followed people on Instagram for a long time in the sober curious space. I was sober curious, I should say, in the sober space. I had followed people on Instagram. And they really encouraged my heart that it was possible to uh, not just survive, but to thrive without alcohol and to, um, you know, to, to have a good time in life without alcohol. So, okay, where were we? So, uh, coming up on 50 and just wanted to live a different life. And so I got to know some people online and being able to have a community and just share with other people who I didn't even know in real life, but they really helped me and just encouraged me that like you, it, you can do it. It's possible. And that I wasn't the only one struggling. I felt for the longest time under shame of like, I'm the only mom who can't get a handle on this, you know, drinking more than I intended to. I felt like I was the only one. I felt so alone. So to meet other people who mm -hmm. also were struggling um, and just wanted to evaluate their relationship with alcohol was, was a huge encouragement to me. And then I was bored at night because I wasn't drinking and zoning out. So I was like, well, what can I do? So I started drinking mocktails and I was like, well, I should start an Instagram account and start sharing about them. And so 10 days into my alcohol-free journey is when I started the Mocktail Mom um, Instagram account to just encourage other people that there's fun things to drink and you know, the fun's not over. Yeah. And so I've just been growing that and just having a really good time sharing about all the different options. There's so many good things to drink when you're not drinking. Oh, absolutely. Um, did you, did you start, well, I guess it sounds like you did start off with, with mocktails. Um, I, I was going to ask because I know that, um, for some folks, mocktails can be like a slippery slope. Oh, yeah. Um, very good point. Mm-hmm. Totally, um, totally. And I, I appreciate you saying that because definitely if it's going to be a trigger or it's going to be you know, a slippery slope or, you know, for me, it's been the exact opposite, but I, I totally hear that from people and respect that and definitely would never encourage somebody to try mocktails or alcohol-free wine or non-alcoholic beer if it's going to be possibly a trigger. For me, it yeah. was the exact opposite. It, it keeps me keeps like it's like the uh, like when you go bowling they put the bumper rails up yeah. you know <laughs> I feel like it like puts the bumper rails up for me like it really helps me like I still feel like okay I'm still have, like I still have a drink and it's not really tempo and I'm like an adult not that you have to have that again that's just my in my own head my own problems yeah. but you know <laughs> it helps me yeah I love that mocktails are your bowling bumpers right I love that it's just, yeah, yeah. Let's have some bowling bumpers. It helps. It helps me. But I think for other people though, those bowling bumpers are not having mocktails, you know, but it works right. for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I have been, um, listening. I listened to a couple of episodes of your podcast recently oh, and I love it. Um, how did that start? Was that, um, just thank kind you. of another like passion project or you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes. Okay. So last year, towards the end of the year, um, I guess it was, two, I should say, I'll go back two years ago. I had started doing, um, Instagram lives every Monday night and I was making a mocktail with somebody on Instagram live and I loved it. I loved the energy of it. I loved the fun of it. I loved talking with getting to know somebody. I loved hearing their story, you know, whether they were most everybody was alcohol free, but you know how they became alcohol free, you know, how they, what mocktails were to them. I loved it. And I was like, what I didn't love about it was if somebody asked me a question, I have a Facebook group. So I have a big Facebook group. And so people ask a question there. I'd be like, Oh, we talked about that on the Instagram live, but you, it's so hard to reference back to an Instagram live and to mm -hmm. link to it and stuff. And I was like, what can I do that is more sustainable, more like evergreen content? And then that I, I could also then use for like Instagram and stuff. So um, 
that was kind of how the podcast came about was like, I still wanted to be able to do those interviews, like get to know people. And I'm just curious. I love people. Like I just love, I mean, I've never met a stranger. So, you know, just getting to know people, I wanted to do that, but do it on a scale that was more evergreen content that then I could re honestly just re repurpose. Yes. But also just be able to reference people to direct people to like, Oh, here's an episode about this or about this topic. You know, I just yeah. felt like it was a better venue, but I was very nervous to start it because I'm not very articulate. And so I was like, <laughs> I like, I like to make videos and goof around on camera and stuff. But I was like, when you're like, just when it's just audio, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go over. I really loved it. Like, I can't say it's, it hasn't been perfect. Like it's, I've, I have failed forward, but it's been mm -hmm. fun, you know, and just getting to know people and, um, the people I've been able to talk to, it's been so fun. I did one with, um, um, William Porter, who wrote, um, mm -hmm. alcohol explained was one of my guests. Um, Rachel Hart is coming up. She was just on Mel Robbins podcast. Oh, cool. <laughs> She's going to be my guest in like two weeks. That's I'm like awesome. out of my mind. So <laughs> and, and, anyway, so that coincided with like, I started the podcast at the same time. I was like, I want to start a membership for women not a sober program, not a recovery program, just a place for us to once a week, have a happy half hour, get together, have a drink, make a mocktail or drink alcohol-free wine, talk about what we're drinking. So tonight was actually, we had our happy half hour tonight and we had our book review. So every week, every month we're reading like a book. And so Rachel Hart's book is the book we read this month. That's why I had reached out to her before I knew she was going to be on Mel Robbins' podcast. I reached out to her and invited her to come on the podcast. because so I was like, oh, our, our membership is reading your book. And it, it was great. Such a good book. So it's called, um, why can't I drink like everyone else? So if anybody hasn't read it, it's ah, fantastic. Or listen awesome. to her, her on the podcast with Mel Robbins it was phenomenal. So anyway, that was, sorry. Is that answer your question? I feel like I don't remember what you asked me. How did I start the podcast? Yeah. No, what am I, I doing? Asked, yeah. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What am I doing? I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm doing something. Girl, I'm, glad you brought up <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought up your membership. Cause I was going to ask you what you oh, do in your membership. Yeah. I website. Tell me, tell us about that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just a place to be of encouragement to women that the fun isn't over and there's still good things to drink. It's a judgment-free zone. We have people in there who are sober curious. You know, we have people in there who are like, I just trying to figure this out, or I just want to learn about mocktails. And then other people who are three years alcohol free or, you know, nine years alcohol free. So mm -hmm. that's awesome. It is. That's Thank you. How it's many, been so fun. How, yeah. How many people, um, I don't know if you said this, um, are in your, in the group. In my membership, membership, 120 yeah. right now in the membership. Nice. Wow. So it's been great. It's been really, really good. And just um, such an encouragement to my heart. I cannot tell you how encouraging it is, how they encourage me to keep going. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like I feel selfish in the sense that like I get more than, I mean, I feel like we just are giving to one another, but what they, mm -hmm. being able to serve them keeps me going you know, yeah. being able to be in community with them and support them and love on them and have, they love on me. It's, it's a two way street. I love it. That's awesome. That's that awesome. That's and awesome. I love, I think my favorite part about the whole like alcohol free community is that there are so many options, um, to connect with people. Like I think the, sometimes people hear sober alcohol free they automatically think of alcoholics anonymous which is totally fine like that program yep. works so well for so Absolutely. many people yep. but other people are like well it's not really for me like personally for me i i had gone to a couple of meetings but it never really resonated with me just because like you deb i never really had a 
a rock bottom moment either. And so it was, it was difficult because I, like, I would hear this people, different stories. And it's like, I, I just, I can't, I, I didn't connect well. Cause it's like, I don't have that, whatever right. it is. Um, and so for me, I started just reading a bunch of books. Um, Quit Like a Woman. Have you read that one? I have. Uh, yep. I, oh my God, that one, like, I think that was the one that was like, oh, it all mm. kind of clicked that one. And um, the, uh, Na- Naked Mind, I think, or this Naked, Naked Mind, Mind. Annie Grace. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. And so the, you know, so many different podcasts and honestly, like Instagram was huge too. Like the sober community on Instagram is just amazing. Agree. Um, so. Yeah. So um, encouraging. And I feel like it's, it's an untainted space. I feel like on Instagram, the one space is yeah. untainted, <laughs> you know, like I feel like there's like, it's just like people, it doesn't matter who, whatever you voted for. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like it's just people can encourage one another. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It yeah. feels like there's a lot of divisiveness in the world right now. <laughs> and that's the one space that doesn't feel divisive or yeah. divided, whatever, whatever I'm trying to say. Yeah. No, I agree. Sense. Yeah, totally. Do you have a favorite, like a go-to mocktail? You know what I'm drinking right now that is so good. I don't know that maybe this will be my new go-to. Um, I made this. It's at, I don't know if, well, you guys are in Texas, right? So Topo yeah. Chico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, drank out a little bit of the Topo Chico and then I put in about two ounces of peach nectar and two mm-hmm. ounces of, um, the spiced Kentucky 74, which is kind of like okay. fireball yep. and then lime. It is so delicious. So especially right now, like at least I think it's hot where you guys are too, but like it's oh, blazing right. hot, it's so it's hot. <laughs> blazing hot. Like I live in hell right now. I mean, yes. I walked outside and it feels like I walked into a sauna. No joke. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, instant, you know, your face is like, what do you, you know, when they do those, like you're listening, you're, inst- you're doing yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Instant do. Yeah. Not what you're looking for. But anyway, this is delicious. Um, I would say that's like my summer, my new summer go-to. That's so good. Nice. And you know what I buy at Costco? I mean, it's not a mocktail necessarily, but like, I love sparkling water too. If you want to go like totally boring, but, um, Spindrift is my new favorite in a can of a, of a sparkling water. It's yeah. different than the others. My daughter's like, why is it different mom? I'm like, I don't know, but it's really, really good. <laughs> you know why? Cause it's real, it's real fruit. So it does taste better. It really does. Oh, so okay. I would recommend grabbing some Spindrift. This is not a promoted post or a promoted, <laughs> a promoted mention. This is just, I love it. Yeah. I, gosh, I don't know. I mean, there's so many, there's so many good drinks. Yeah. Um, always a spicy alcohol-free margarita. That's a, Mm -hmm. I like the spice, you know, a little spice. It just feels like I get that bite that I do miss of my wine, you know, that Mm -hmm. little bite or whatever. I like to have spice, like whether it's jalapeno, you can take a little jalapeno brine, like a little jalapeno juice. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you have like jalapenos in your refrigerator, you can take a little bit of that brine, put it in a margarita. And it gives it a big kick. That would. That would. That'd be a big kick. It's so easy. I'd probably right? overpour and be like, oh, I can't drink this now. It's too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be fine. I bet you'd be fine. Yeah, just add in a little more lime Ooh. juice, a little more orange juice or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll drink a margarita and then a milk to yeah. <laughs> right. yes. yeah, that would be good. That would be very good. Yeah. We made a couple weeks ago on in our membership, we made a um a strawberry basil margarita. And it was so we made it frozen. It was so delicious and just nice, like especially again, like in the summer, 
I personally cannot, I have a black thumb. I cannot grow anything, but for whatever reason, this summer I have not killed basil or mint. It's a miracle. <laughs> so we made, um, strawberry basil margaritas and they were really, really good. So that's nice. a, that's a good one. Yeah. That sounds delicious. So good. Oh my gosh. Where, um, so in Kentucky, where, um, do you get most of your, um, alcohol free, uh, drinks like for, for example, like, yeah, like here in Texas, total wine and more is pretty good um, to get them. Um, specs, at least where I'm at, they've got a few options. It's mostly like had the Heineken Zero or some of the, I think they carry some athletic brewing, okay. um, but total wine like has the ritual. They've got some of the, um, uh, oh gosh, you mentioned it, the Kentucky. Um, Kentucky 74. 70, yeah. yeah, the spiced they've is my got favorite that. of theirs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have total wine here. Um, so yeah, total wine would be my like first local stop or whatever. My, um, and that was where I used to buy, buy my wine, ironically. <laughs> so when I first broke up with Chardonnay, I used to have to walk past all my old lovers, you know, Josh, right. And Kim yep. Crawford, all of them. <laughs> I was like, Oh, hello, I'm back. I had to go because at total wine, at least here in Kentucky, it's the non-alcoholic section is all the way in the back, which was <gasps> completely wrong. Yep. 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 Totally <laughs> wrong. And I have mentioned it many times. I've mentioned on Instagram, but, um, so you have to walk all the past all your old friends and get to the not, yeah, put your blinders on (laughs) and go to the non-alcoholic space. But what I do like about it, especially even just in the last two and a half years, that area of total wine has continued to expand. It used to be like one little, you know, one shelf section. Now it was, then it was two, now it's three and some end caps. I mean, there's a lot more alcohol free options, but yeah, total wine would be my first choice locally. Um, Whole Foods has some, some, like a couple of things. Um, I shop at Boisson online, like if I'm online. Um, so they have, a, they have a lot of options. They have Giesen, which I like to, and, and, um, Total Wine has Giesen. It's the wine that I feel like I drink the most of now. They're not <laughs> alcoholic wine. So, but yeah, Total Wine would be my local go-to place. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So for somebody maybe just starting out, like they're, either sober curious or maybe they're Hmm. cut out alcohol. Um, Is there any uh, like uh, advice or anything that you'd Hmm. recommend that they, if they're looking to maybe explore alternatives um, and dipping their toe in maybe. You mean for drinks and stuff or just for drinks? Yeah. 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 Oh gosh. Um, Yeah. I think um, number one, like to maybe change your expectations. That sounds silly to say, but like when you're used to drinking alcohol or used to drinking wine, like your taste buds are different and the alcohol-free wines do taste different. I will say you get really adjusted to them and you get accustomed to them after you haven't had alcohol in your system for a while on your taste buds, your taste buds do change. But I think just changing your expectations at first, like it's not going to be exactly like the bold red wine that you remember, you know, or mm-hmm. bold cab or whatever. It's going to be different. Mm, so there's that. And then I think just be willing to try new things, you know, like for me, I was just in the habit of like, this is my Chardonnay. It's a screw top. You know, I didn't really care. Didn't think about it too much. And it's like, just to kind of get off that, that rut and just open up your mind. Like, yeah, you got to put your blinders on when you walk through the total wine, but then take them off when you get back there and be open to like trying new things. Like I never bought whiskey when I was drinking alcohol and now I have non-alcoholic whiskeys. I never bought tequila. I never made a margarita at home. And now that's one of my favorite things to make is a, is a spicy alcohol-free margarita using a alcohol-free tequila. I use the ritual typically or 
actually Naked Lady. I've been using that one recently too. That's a Louisville based company, but um, oh, there's cool. all, so there's there's so many different options and be just be open. I think to trying again if it's not a trigger to you, it's not going to trigger you. You know, be open to trying new drinks. Yeah, and so many of the restaurants now have stuff on the menu or bartenders will make you something. But yeah, be just have fun, you know. And if you don't like it, like so, don't buy it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's all good. So I have to ask you something completely off topic. Yeah. Your adorable icon, your oh. your graphic that you've got behind you. Did oh, my you little logo. That? Yes, your logo. I, my oh, logo. I did not. I am not a graphic designer, but I hire them. Oh. <laughs> so like in my other, my other yeah. life, you know, doing um, logo stuff for companies and things like that, I work with a couple of graphic designers. And so one of them designed my logo and it, you know what I should post actually, cause like it started out, I should like show the progression of how we got to yeah. this because she gave me like a couple different ideas and yeah, I should post about, um, some of the like original looks. Cause, and actually the first one, I almost approved it. And then I showed it to my sister and she was like, no, no, the hair's not spiky enough. Like it was <laughs> like, you could, it would have, you know, cause my, cause your hair is super, yeah, your listeners, yeah, your listeners can't see it or whatever, but like I have very, I used to have long brown hair. And then after chemo, I just stopped coloring it. This was my hair color from, I have white, white hair. It's not even gray. It's like white. It looks like I colored, mm -hmm. but it's absolutely white. But um, anyway, all that to say, I keep it super short. It's spiky and so my logo is the same. My logo has a little spiky hair and it's like a little wine glass. So it's like a little yeah. mom in a wine glass. So it's a fun yeah. little, thank you. Thank you, Emily. I, I appreciate you logo. saying, I appreciate <laughs> you saying that. Yes. It's, it's just like, it's fun. Just like be fun. Yeah. yeah. Be fun. And I have to say, Katie, I think, I think her hair is the hair our mom was going for, for a while. Oh, yes. Really? Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. The just color clear. or the cut or the cut? The cut. The cut. The cut. Yeah. Yeah. I like, never I thought I would have what she was going for. Never <laughs> thought I'd have short hair. Like I had long hair, you know, or like at least shoulder length, whatever. No, never yeah. in a million years. So now, but now it's like, this is, I'm never going back. I don't own a hairdryer anymore. I don't, yeah. I don't even own a brush. I mean, it's gone. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's so much easier. I can't even tell you how freeing it is to be free from alcohol and to be free from coloring <laughs> my hair and to be free from brushing my hair. I mean, I do wash it, but that's about it. Yeah. I'm on the opposite journey right now. Um, Are you during COVID? Uh, my, um, my hairdresser broke up with me because she was like, COVID, we can't, I'm eight months pregnant. I can't oh, have yeah. you come into my salon anymore. I can't have anybody come into my salon anymore. Sure. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I had the same haircut for forever. And then, it's, and my hair got too long. Like my, I was ready for my haircut. And she was like, look, I know you've got your appointment yeah. next week, but we can't be doing that. So I was like, what am I going to do? And so I just went for a couple of weeks without getting a haircut. And then my hair was like touching the back of my neck and I was going nuts. <laughs> and so I just went to my fiance, Jeff. And I was like, no, you got to cut my hair. And he was like, Okay. Oh no. And I was like, I don't care how short you cut it, just cut it. And he was like, I have clippers. And I was like, let's do it. So he cut my hair with the clippers and he did a fantastic job. I loved it. And so I kept my hair clipper short for three years. For COVID. Oh wow. For COVID for three years. I still haven't gone back to my hairdresser yet. Um, because I just recently started letting it grow out. Uh-huh. Well, I'm on the opposite hair journey. Like my hair is like so, so long now. And I'm like, oh. I have to like do all this stuff now. Yeah. I have to have ponytails. 
what it's touching the back of my neck. <laughs> I'm using so much more shampoo and conditioner now. I I have to like I have wet hair touching. It's me a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So much work. So I totally get. Yes. Yes. But the ponytail, yeah, the ponytail, ponytail's freeing too. Cause it's like, okay, I don't have to do it. You know, I just put it in ponytail and yes, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the ponytail. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, yeah, I, I totally get the freedom of the short hair. Yeah. 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 That's so funny. Um, well, cool. This, this has been so fun, Deb. Um, oh, thank I don't you have guys. any more specific questions. Emily, do you have any other questions for Deb? I want to know more about your download. I'm about to download it. I didn't download it before our podcast, but your download about your um, mocktail ordering. Can you tell oh, us? Oh, that's like my download. download. <laughs> my download. What is my download? It's yeah. <laughs> like, what's the download? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So I have a couple of free downloadables. Yes. Um, I think I have like a wine guide on there on my link tree. And then I have a mocktails made your mocktail easy ordering, ordering guide. Yes. Guide. So it's just like nine um, mocktails you can order when you go into a restaurant. So it's yeah. a little, you can print it out and there's nine. You could, then you could cut them into little cards if you wanted to. They're just little separated out or whatever. Um, and then if you go into a restaurant and I mean, I feel so bad to say, it, but like if a bartender like gives you a hard time about making you a mocktail or they're like, I don't know how to make mocktails, which they should know how to make mocktails. They should know uh-huh. how to make nine o'clock. So it feels like I shouldn't even need to tell you this, but in case you go to a place and they give you pushback and they can't help you, these will give you little recipes to give. You could just say, Hey, could you make me this one? Or you could at least just read it off. Like, could you ask the bartender to do this for me? Just some simple little mocktails that somebody can order when they go out. If there's not something on the menu or the bartender or server has no idea what you're talking about when you say, I want a non-alcohol cocktail. And did you make these because you had those kind of interactions once you started Yes, I did. I, this is a this is a new downloadable, um, and it came from suggestions from people in my Facebook group. Actually, one of the drinks on there is from Rich Loud. He was a guest on my podcast on episode I think nine. Um, and it's the drink that he asks for when he goes into a restaurant if there's not a mocktail on the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just came about actually the very first time I went out to eat when I was on my alcohol free journey, and I was just like kind of like. I didn't even think I would, this would be a lifestyle. I just thought, I just want to see if I can make it through like a dry January. Yeah. Um, and the first time we went out and we were sitting at this table and the waitress came on, I forget. She was like on my, to the left of me. I, she asked me if, what do you want to drink? And I turned around and I was like, Oh, do you have any mocktails? I was all excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to yeah. go out. I'm going to order a mocktail. I'm like, Oh, do you have any mocktails? And she's like, no, I, I can make you a Shirley temple. Her exact oh. words. Oh my God. And I was <clears> so <throat> crushed. I was maybe like, 15 days, like maybe two weeks into my journey, oh. it almost came out of my mouth. I almost said to her, uh, I'll just have a Chardonnay. Like I almost said it because that's what I did. That was just my oh. habit was like, you go out to eat, you order a glass of wine. We're all drinking. Like, not that I was like drinking, drinking, you know what I mean? Like we're all ordering a glass of wine. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I didn't, I think I had water. I was just like, but I was, it was like, like record stop, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, this is so other people hopefully don't have that same, you know, deer in the headlights. What on earth am I going to drink when I'm not drinking and I'm out and about and they don't have an easy option for me. So yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So it's just a little freebie. That's a great resource. That way we don't have to fall back into that habit of, oh, well then I'll just have the, whatever I usually have. I'll just, I'll just have it. 
Bye. Yeah. I felt so defeated. I was like, but, and I felt so offended too. Like, no, I don't want a Shirley Temple. I'm not four, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, so anyway, yeah. Yeah. So that's how that starts. So yes, anybody can grab that. Uh, you can go to mocktailmom.com is my website, but on my Instagram um, is where like my link tree sits. And I think that free downloadable is in the link tree, little, whatever I'm trying to say, <laughs> the link, click on the link, link in bio. <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah, we'll include all that in the show notes too. So okay. people can find that. Oh, thank you. Um, and yeah. not to be redundant, but um, where can, where can our listeners find you? <laughs> Instagram mocktail.mom is my Instagram handle or TikTok. Um, same, same, same handle. And then um, the podcast is thriving alcohol free with mocktail mom. Um, and my website is mocktailmom.com. So yeah, I'd awesome. love to be of encouragement any way that I can. So wherever somebody is on there, wherever your listeners are in their journey anywhere. So fantastic. Yeah. Thank awesome. you guys so much. So great to meet you both. This was so fun. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for coming on. Um, I'm glad that, that we could do this and hopefully I would look forward to doing more and you're welcome on the show anytime. Oh, thank this is you guys awesome. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for what you're doing. And thank you for making this special mini episode with me. I really appreciate your understanding that, um, I'm not your girl for true crime. No, that's okay. And I, <laughs> I want to give your listeners the best I can. And let me tell you, that would not have been it. <laughs> no, that's okay. I have to remember not everyone's into true crime. Um, or spooky things. And, and that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Have a great night. Thank Thanks you. So you much, Deb. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Okay. okay. Bye. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoy our content, share it with a friend, and don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Those 100% make our day and bring us joy. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Malice and Mocktails, and don't forget to check out our merch. Find the link in the show notes below or on any of our social media platforms. And until next time, make good choices. Bye. Bye.